Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, what's hot and what's not in D.C. innovation. There's a, a high level of fatigue among, among VCs, among investors, and among and consumers when it comes to cyber. They, they, everything is cyber now. Our gardener is cyber. There are two times in life when the phrase, you need a lawyer, should be uttered. It's, well, if you got a traffic stop, but more importantly, you're getting ready to start a business. If you don't have a great lawyer, I can tell you from experience, it's going to be really hard to grow and scale your business. We're now joined by Andy Lustig. Andy is partner at Cooley LLP and one of the best connected lawyers in the startup and government contracting space in town. Andy, thanks for taking some time. Uh, Jonathan, thank you for having me, and thank you for the kind words. Well, you earn them every day, and I'm only one of hundreds of people who interact with you in this region. You've been here for a while doing this. Describe for our listeners what a lawyer like you does for startup entrepreneurs and why it's so important to have a partner uh, as an attorney in starting a business. So as a startup guy, uh, one of the rules of thumb that um, uh, me and my brother, Nick Cooley, uh, have learned to live by is that uh, it's it's a lot less about uh, overlawyering and much more about helping uh, folks who have a lot of energy, a lot of urgency to figure out how uh, not to spend their, their money on legal, how to find uh, their way through all the chaos that comes with doing a startup. And uh, the fun part about that is that really what you're doing is you're, you're acting much more as a, con- as a counselor and you're telling folks, you know, uh, how to get uh, smart in terms of advisors, uh, how to get from point A to point B much faster. And unfortunately for the legal industry, usually uh, uh, spending money on legal and spending time on legal should really be uh, one of the lower things on the, on the list. So it's very counterintuitive, but, but as a startup guy, one of the things that uh, has really helped our brand and helped me uh, is, is, is learning that lesson about how to uh, counsel folks to really just pick their battles and, and learn how to get from point A to point B faster uh, in the legal realm. And so uh, that's from you know, hiring people to finding money, uh, to knowing when to give people equity and how to work with their co-founders. Um, you know, those are the kinds of things that we deal with day in and day out. It's fair to say that market share and from the standpoint of you're sitting in a chair at Cooley, you guys see a lot of deals and a lot of activity and have a sense of the lifeblood of our industry. I've had other guests on and we've talked uh, with them about cybersecurity as a huge opportunity for this region. What are you seeing on the ground as somebody who transacts business? Well, so the cyber uh, world is incredibly active out here, as is the data analytic uh, world and the IoT world. And so um, I would say we're seeing what I call convergence, uh, which is where um, the what used to be very defined worlds in terms of federal uh, markets and and commercial markets are now very much blended. Uh, There are companies that are going after both federal and commercial work. There's uh, folks that are coming out of federal and pursuing uh, pure commercial ventures. There's folks that are uh, and there's just com- a complete inter- intersection between commercial and federal at this point. Um, we're also seeing where you know the mission, the problems um, are now more than ever problems shared by the federal sector as well as commercial, and that's you know hasn't always been the case in terms of things like cyber. And so, so the result is you're seeing folks that are that have skill sets coming out of NSA, coming out of CIA, uh, that have been fighting you know the cyber battle for years and years uh, behind closed doors that translate completely into um, skills that can that can go develop a commercial product and, and commercial service, which wasn't always the case with with federal uh, work. So uh, so now more than ever, I think the the, the level of uh, brain power in the area and uh, expertise um, that's that's now uh, showing up as new cyber companies and startups uh, is probably, I would say, at, at the highest it's ever been. Um, I think the there's also a lot uh, 
more of a, of a, a signal to noise uh, ratio that works in the DC area's favor uh, because the cyber market is so crowded and it's so there's so much noise. There's so many solutions out there across the country that that there's a, a high level of fatigue among among VCs, among investors, and among and consumers when it comes to cyber. They they everything is cyber now. Our gardener is cyber. You know, so it's it's gotten to that point where being able to separate uh, the, the actual value and the real uh, uh, you know solutions that are out there has become very hard. And that, that's one thing that this area is very good at because the folks that are creating the solutions or uh, the services around those solutions are folks that have been fighting this this battle, you know, for the often for the government uh, at a very large scale with very high stakes for a long time. Right. Look, at the end of the day, software is eating the world. And uh, as we become more and more reliant upon communications technology and software, the ability to provide for data integrity and, and the ability to protect against somebody stealing your, your personal information. It's, it's, it's a big and growing trend. Hey, Andy. Um, so cyber is a big area. Where else are you, are you seeing activity and, and seeing entrepreneurs really starting to get traction right now? Um, so, so IOT, uh, is, Internet of things. Uh, okay. is, yep. Is right. Internet of things, another big buzzword that's being thrown out there. But, um, so things like, you know, uh, any kind of remote sensor device, whether it's video or a microsatellite or, uh, uh, you know, uh, Alexa, you know, the Google devices, your wearables, um, anything that's, that's connecting to the internet. There, there is, there have been for years, a very, uh, meaningful application of the, of that kind of technology on the, in the defense world. And so we, we're definitely starting to see a, a, a resurgence of, of, of talent coming again, coming out of that world, uh, that is cr creating software based IOT uh, solutions that are, uh, doing really well. Um, company called Leverage is a good example, uh, Eric Kahn, uh, if, if you're out there, uh, you know, very young startup that is incredibly far uh, along in terms of its uh, uh, revenue growth and, and its customer adoption and the sophistication of its product is case in point. It's a small team and they have, you would think they are, uh, you know, an enormous company based on the traction they're doing. It's a very innovative platform they've created. So IoT is, is an area that I think we're going to continue to see uh, a lot of growth in in this area. Uh, that complements data analytics and cyber uh, that, you know, the, the platforms are already out here. So let's go a little uh, in the direction of what makes you uh, do what you do. Like you, I was a lawyer for a long time. We've done deals on the side of table years ago. And I know for me, what I loved most about the job was uh, getting things done, I suppose, which mm -hmm. is why I like doing this podcast. What is it about being a lawyer that you really like? So for me, the fun stuff is, you know, when, you know, I, in my world, I represent investors, I represent buyers, I represent uh, uh, not only venture capitalists and, and angel investors, but private equity funds that want to go buy companies. Uh, and I represent uh, the entrepreneurs starting the companies. And so I'm kind of at, at uh, in, a, in a very fun place in terms of the ecosystem where there's a lot of positive activity. I don't deal with litigation. Uh, I don't deal with the bad stuff. I turn that over to my to my uh, uh, pit bull litigators. Um, but so, so, you know, with that connectivity and being sitting where I sit in the ecosystem, the fun part for me has been, you know, and as much as I hate to say it is the, the non-legal stuff, being able to uh, connect, uh, companies to investors, investors to, uh, potential, uh, 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 targets that they're looking for buyers to solutions that they need, uh, and basically creating win-wins for people in the ecosystem. It's fun for me. And frankly, it's part of what we're able to bring to the table for folks in the area is just to kind of give them. Uh, an accelerated path to connectivity that is often the difference between getting a, a money in the door or finding a buyer or not. Andy, you just touched on a, something significant, connecting people. What do you mean by that? And, and why is that something that you like to do? Yeah, so I think, you know, I'll, I'll 
use an example to kind of illustrate the point. Um, this is what makes it fun for me. Um, to me, you know, there's there's folks that go connect people by just simply making introductions and you know and just kind of uh, taking a shotgun approach on the market to say here here's a bunch of people to go meet um, with very little context and and not enough understanding of what why the introductions are necessarily being made. Um, so for me, when when you start, it's all about relationships and understanding people's value both individually as people, but also, you know, in terms of what their companies uh, or solutions bring to the table. And so, you know, if you take a guy like uh, Jason Syverson, um, you know, a classic DC story, uh, you know, uh, a cyber uh, expert that comes out of DARPA, you know, starts a company called Siege, uh, has some really innovative uh, solutions that he's been working on. You know, so for me, you know, it's understanding about uh, a little bit about Jason himself, you know, what makes him tick. It's understanding uh, Siege and the kind of solutions he has at a level that, that I feel like I can really articulate the value of what he's done there and what the solutions actually do. And so, uh, you know, he's, he's a guy that was off the races building his company. And um, sure enough, at the same time, I'm dealing with another, uh, I'm hearing actually about another client of ours that was not even my direct client, uh, that is a buyer that's looking for certain kinds of capabilities. Um, and, you know, they were having a little bit of trouble finding the kind of profile that they were looking for. It had to be a really good match in terms of personality as well as, you know, the, the entrepreneurs in the mix they could go, you know, create something bigger than what they've created, uh, as well as the specific types of capabilities at a technical level in terms of cyber that they were looking for. And so this buyer, um, you know, when I heard about that, uh, one of my uh, partners connected me to, to the buyer, spoke to them, kind of gave them, you know, made sure I understood what they were looking for, and then uh, was able to say, look, you know, you need to take a really hard look at this company. And it may not necessarily fit your profile in terms of, you know, uh, there's certain parts of that story that didn't necessarily match. But what really mattered in terms of the value and the capabilities, absolutely a perfect fit. Um, and that's, you know, so we made that introduction and we made it in a way that that when, you know, I'm communicating both to Jason as well as to the buyer, it was way more than just a introduction. It was here's the value proposition that you're looking for. Here's the value proposition that Jason brings to the table. Here's the value proposition that the buyer brings to the table, Jason. And this is why you need to have this conversation. And sure enough, uh, that, uh, you know, seeing that turn into a deal where Jason gets, you know, a terrific outcome for him and, and his, uh, the people in his company and for his family, uh, you know, and turning, you know, a young guy like that, you know, right out of, you know, the federal sector here, you know, that's the classic example of, of true cyber expertise that people want and are, are desperately trying to uh, incorporate into bigger solutions. Seeing him get a kind of a win like that so quickly, um, just by one introduction is, is what it's all about for me, because then everybody's happy. And to this day, post-closing, both the buyer, uh, you know, and Jason are doing great. And it's a, it's a terrific platform. And there's a lot of personal uh, connectivity there that has made it really work well. Uh, so that's what it's all about for me. It's, it's just that, that being, being able to play that kind of a role is what makes it fun. Andy, thanks a lot for sharing that great story. It's, it's very indicative of why this is a great place to do business and also how and why, when we are connected, great things happen. Folks, I was Andy Lustig, partner at Cooley LLP. Thank you, Jonathan. Appreciate you having me. And that was another episode of What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman, and my producer, Tracy Madigan, we both remind you that what matters is how you think we're doing. So don't forget to direct message us at, at What's Working DC if you've got a story idea. And do tell your friends to subscribe to this show on iTunes or Podcast One. And you know what? If you can take the time to rate our show, it'll help spread the word that this show is hitting an important chord for the entrepreneurial business community here in what you and I agree is one of the most interesting places to be an entrepreneur in the entire world. So we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>